Hallelujah! Welcome to the porch episode as we cover the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. My name is Pastor Uche Pefi. I'll be covering Genesis 19 to 24 today. I'll start with a reading and then with a summary at the end. Let's read from the New King James Version, Genesis 19. Now, the two angels came to Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom. When Lot saw them, he rose up to meet them and bowed himself with his face towards the ground. And he said to them, Here now, my lords, please come turn into your servant's house and spend the night and wash your feet. Then you may rise early and go on your way. And they said, No, but we will spend the night in the open square. But he insisted strongly, so they turned into him and entered his house. Then he made a feast and baked unleavened bread, and they ate. Now before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both old and young, all the people from every quarter surrounded the house. And they called to Lot and said to him, We are the men who came to you tonight. Bring them out to us, that we may know them carnally. So Lot went out to them through the doorway, shut the door behind him, and said, Please, my brethren, do not do so wickedly. See now, I have two daughters who have not known a man. Please, let me bring them out to you, and you may do as you wish. Only do nothing to these men, since this is the reason they have come under the shadow of my roof. And they said, Stand back. Then they said, This one came to stay here, and he keeps acting as a judge. Now we will deal worse with you than with them. So they pressed hard against the man Lot and came near to break down the door. But the men reached out their hands and pulled Lot into the house with them and shut the door, and then struck the men with, who were on the doorway of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they became weary trying to find the door. Then the men said to Lot, Have you anyone else here, son-in-law, your daughter, your sons, and whomever you have in the city? Take them out of this place, for we will destroy this place, because the outcry against them has grown great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law, who were married to his daughters, and said, Get up, get out of this place, for the Lord will destroy the city. But to his sons-in-law, he seemed to be joking. When the morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters who are here, lest you be consumed in the punishment of the city. And while he lingered, the men took hold of his hand and his wife's hand and the hand of his two daughters, and the Lord be merciful to him. And they brought him out and set him outside the city. So it came to pass, when they had brought them outside, that he said, Escape for your life. Do not look behind you, nor stay anywhere in the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest you be destroyed. And Lot said to them, Please know, my lords, indeed now my servant has found favor in thy sight, and you have increased your mercy, which you have shown me by saving my life. But I cannot escape to the mountains, lest some evil overtake me there and I die. See now, this city is near enough to flee to, and it's a little one. Please let me escape there. It is not a little one, and my soul shall live. And he said to him, See, I have found, I have favored you concerning this also, in that I will over, 
through the city for which you have spoken. I will not overthrow the city for which you have spoken. Hurry, escape there, for I cannot do anything until you arrive there. Therefore, the name of the city was called Zohar. The sun had risen upon the earth when Lot entered Zohar. Then the Lord rained brimstone and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah. So he overthrew those cities, all the plain, all the inhabitants of the city, what grew on the ground. But his wife looked back behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. And Abraham went early in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord. And he saw, he saw and looked towards Sodom and Gomorrah, and towards all the land of the plain. And he saw, and behold, the smoke of the land which went up, like the smoke of a furnace. And it came to pass, when God destroyed the city of the plain, that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow, which he overthrew the cities in which Lot had dwelt. Then Lot went up out of Zohar and dwelt in the mountains, and his two daughters with him, for he was afraid to dwell in Zohar. And he and his two daughters dwelt in a cave. Now the firstborn said to the younger, our father is old and there is no man on the earth to come in to us as is the custom of all the earth come let us make our father drink wine and we will lie with him and we may preserve the lineage of our father so they made their father drink wine that night and the firstborn went in and lay with her father and he did not know when she lay down or when she arose it happened on the next day that the firstborn said to the younger indeed i lay with my father last night let us make him drink wine tonight also and you may go in and lie with him, that he may preserve the lineage of our father. Then they made their father drink wine that night also. And the younger arose and lay with him, and he did not know when she lay down or when she arose. Then both daughters of Lot were with child by their father. The first bore a son and called his name Moab. He is the father of the Moabites to, till this day. And the younger, who also bore a son, called his name Benamin. He is the father of the people of the Ammon to this day. Chapter 20. And Abraham sojourned from there to the south and dwelt towards Kedesh and Saul and stayed in Gerar. Now Abraham said to Sarah, his wife, she's my sister, and Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Indeed, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken, for she is a man's wife. But Abimelech had not come near her, and he said, Lord, will you slay a righteous nation also? Did he not say to me, She is my sister, and she, even she herself said, He is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and innocence of my hands, I have done this. And God said to him in a dream, Yes, I know that you did this in integrity of your heart, for I also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Now, therefore, restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you shall live. But if you do not restore her, you know that you shall surely die, you and all who are yours. So Abimelech rose early in the morning, called all his servants, and told all these in their hearing, and the men were very afraid. And Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, What have I what have you done to us? How have I offended you? That you have brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin. 
you have done deeds to me that ought not to be done. And Abimelech said to Abraham, What did you have in view when you have done this? And Abraham said, Now I thought surely the fear of God is not in this place, and they will kill me on account of my wife. But indeed, she is truly my sister. She is the daughter of my father, and not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. And it came to pass, when God caused me to wander from my father's house, that I said to her, This is your kindness that you should do to me. In every place, wherever we go, say he is my brother. Then Abimelech took sheep, oxen, male, female servants, and gave to Abraham. And he restored Sarah, his wife, to him. And Abimelech said, See, my land is before you. Dwell where it pleases you. Then to Sarah he said, Behold, I have given your brother a thousand pieces of silver. Indeed, this vindicates you before all who are with you, before everyone. Thus she was rebuked. So Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech, his wife, his female servants. Then they bore children, for the Lord had closed all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Chapter 21 And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time of which God had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. Then Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Now Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God has made me laugh, for all who hear will laugh with me. She also said, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? But I have borne him a son in his old age. So the child grew up and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast on the same day. Then Isaac was weaned, and Sarah saw the son of the of Haggai, the Egyptian, whom she had borne to Abraham's coffin. Therefore she said to Abraham, Cast this bondwoman and her son, for the son of this bondwoman shall not be here with my son, namely with Isaac. And the matter was very displeased in Abraham's sight because of his son. And God said to Abraham, Do not let it be displeasing in your sight because of the lad or because of your bondwoman. Whatever Sarah has said to you, listen to her voice. For in Isaac your seed shall be called. Yet I will also make a nation of the son of the bondwoman because he is your seed. So Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and his cane of water, and putting it on his shoulder, he gave it and the boy to Hagar and sent her away. Then she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. And the water of the skin was used up, and she placed the boy under one of the shrubs. And she went and sat down across from him at a distance of about a bow shot, for she said to herself, Let me not see the death of the boy. So she sat opposite him and lifted her voice and wept. And God heard the voice of the lad. And the angel of God said to Hagar out of heaven and said to her, What ails you, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up the lad and hold him with your hand, for I will make him a great nation. Then God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. And she went and filled the skin with water and gave the lad a drink. 
So God was with the lad, and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer. He dwelt in the wilderness on Param, and his mother took a wife for him from the land of Egypt. And it came to pass at that time that Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his army, spoke to Abraham, saying, God is with you in all that you do. Now therefore swear to me by God that you will not deal falsely with me, with my offspring, or with my posterity. But according to the kindness that I have done to you, you will do to me and to the land in which you have dwelt. And Abraham said, I will swear. And Abraham rebuked Abimelech because of the well of water which Abimelech's servants had seized. Uh, Abimelech said, I do not know who has done this thing. He did not tell me, nor have I heard of it until today. So Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them to Abimelech, and two of them had a covenant. And Abraham set seven ewe lambs of the flock by themselves. And then Abimelech asked Abraham, What is the meaning of these seven ewe lambs which you have set by yourself? And he said, You will take these seven ewe lambs from my hand. They may be my witness that I have dug this well. Therefore he called that place Bathsheba, because the two of them saw an oath there. Thus they made a covenant at Bathsheba. So Abimelech rose up, rose rose with Phil Cole, the commander of his army, and they returned to the land of Philistines. Then Abraham planted a Tamaski tree in Bethsheba, and there called on the name of the Lord, the everlasting God. And Abraham stayed in the land of the Philistines many days. Chapter 22 Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose up in the morning and saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and he split the wood for the burnt offering, and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off and Abraham said to his young men stay here with the donkey the lad and I will go yonder and worship and we'll come back to you so Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son and he took the fire in his hand and a knife and two of them went together but Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said my father and he said here I am my son then he said look the fire and the wood but where is the lamb for the burnt offering and abraham said my son god will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering so the two of them went together then they came to the place of which god has told him and abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order he bound isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood and abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son but the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a ticket by its horn. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place, the Lord will provide, as it said to this day, 
in the mouth of the Lord it shall be provided. Then the angel of the Lord calls Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessings I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the stars which is on the seashore. Your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men and they rose and went together to Bethsheba. And Abraham dwelt at Bethsheba. Now it came to pass that after these things that was told Abraham saying, Indeed, Michal also has born children to your brother Nabal. Hoz his firstborn, Boz his brother, Kemal the father of Aram, Chizit, Hazor, Pilza, Jetzilfar, Betuel, and Betuel begot Rebekah. These eight Michal brought to Nabal, Abraham's brother. His concubine, whose name was Remoa, also bore Tiba, Gaham, Tahan, Maha. Chapter 23 Sarah lived 127 years. These were the years of the life of Sarah. So Sarah died in Kijar Arab, which is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. Then Abraham stood up from before his dead and spoke to the sons of his saying, I'm a foreigner and a visitor among you. Give me a property for a burial place among you, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. And the son of Hid answered Abraham, saying to him, You hear us, my lord, you are a mighty prince among us. Bury your dead in the choices of our burial place. None of us will withhold from you his burial place, and you may bury your dead. Then Abraham stood up and bowed himself to the people of the land, the sons of Heat, and he spoke to them, saying, If it is your wish that I bury my sight, my dead out of my sight, hear me and meet with Ephron, the son of Zohar, for me, that he may give me the cave of Melchipah, which he has, which is at the end of the field. Let me give it to him at the full price at property for a burial place among you. Now Ephron dwelt among the sons of Heat, and Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the presence of his sons Heat, all who entered at the city of at the gate of the city, saying, No, my lord, hear me, I give you the field and the cave that is in it. I give it to you, and in the presence of the sons of my people, I give it to you. Bury your dead. Then Abraham bowed himself down before the people of the land, and he spoke to Abraham in the hearing of the people of the land, saying, If you will give it, please hear me, I will give you money for the field. Take it from me, and I will bury my dead there. And Ephron answered Abraham, saying, My Lord, listen to me. The land is worth 400 shekels of silver. What is that between you and me? So bury your dead. And Abraham listened to Ephron. And Abraham weighed out the silver for Ephron, which he had named in the hearing of the sons of Heat, 400 shekels of silver, currency of the merchants. So the field of Ephron, which was in Melchfet, which was before Mer, the field and the cave, which was in it, and all the trees that were in the field, which were within all the surrounding borders, were deeded. 
to Abraham as a possession in the presence of the sons of Heat before all who went in at the gate of his city. And after this, Abraham buried Sarah his wife in the cave of the field of Melchfer before Merah, which is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. So the field and the cave that is in it were deeded to Abraham by the sons of Heat as a property for a burial place. Chapter 24. Now Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. So Abraham said to the oldest servant of his house, who ruled over all that he had, Please put your hand under my tie, and I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell. But you shall go to my country, to my family, and take a wife for my son Isaac. And the servant said to him, Perhaps the woman will not be willing to follow me to this land, must I take your son back to the land from which you came? But Abraham said to him, Beware that you do not take my land, my son, back there. The Lord God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my family, who spoke to me and swore to me, saying, To your descendants I will give this land. He will send his angels before you, and you shall take a wife for my son from there. And if the woman is not willing to follow you, then you will be released from this oath. Only do not take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the tie of Abraham, his master, and saw to him concerning this matter. Then the servant took ten of his master's camels and departed for. All his master's goods were in his hands, and he arose and went to Meshipotamia, to the city of Nahor. And he made his camels kneel down outside the city by the well of water at evening the time when women go out to draw water. Then he said, O Lord God of my father Abraham, please give me success this day and show kindness to my master Abraham. Behold, here I stand at the well of water and the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Now let it be that the young woman to whom I say, please let down your pitcher that I may drink. And she says, drink, and I will also give your camel a drink. Let her be the one you have appointed for your servant Isaac. And by this I will know that you have shown kindness to my master. And it happened before he had finished speaking, that behold, Rebekah, who was born to Bethel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with her pitcher on her shoulder. Now the young woman was very beautiful to behold, a virgin. No man had known her, and she went down to the well, filled her pitcher, and came up. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Please, let me drink a little water from your pitcher. So she said, Drink, my lord. And she quickly laid her pitcher down to her hand and gave him a drink. And when she had finished giving him drink, she said, I will water, I'll draw water for your camels also until they have finished drinking. Then she quickly emptied her pitcher into the trough, ran back to the well to draw water and drew for all his camels. And the man wondering at her remained silent as to know whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. So it was that when the camels had finished drinking, that the man took a golden nose ring weighing half a shekel and two bracelets for her wrist weighing ten shekels of gold and said, Whose daughter are you? Tell me, please, is there room in your father's house for me to lodge? So she said to him, I'm the daughter of Bethel, Melchior's son, who was who she bought Nahor. Moreover, she said to him, We have both straw and feed enough and room to lodge.
Then the man bowed down his head and worshipped the Lord. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master, Abraham, who has not forsaken his mercy and truth towards my master. As for me, being on the way, the Lord led me to the house of my master's brethren. So the young woman ran and told her mother's house all these things. Now Rebekah had a brother whose name was Laban, and Laban ran out to the man by the well, and it came to pass, when he saw the rose nose ring and the bracelets on his sister's hand, and heard the words of his sister Rebekah, saying, Thus the man spoke to me, and he went to the man, and there he stood by the canals at the well. And he said, Come on, O blessed of the Lord, why do you stand outside? For I have prepared the house and a place for the canal. Then the man said, came to the house and he unloaded the camels and provided straw and feed for the camels and water to wash their feet and the feet of the men who were with him. Food was set before him to eat and he said, I will not eat until I have told about my errand. And he said, speak on. So he said, I'm Abraham's servant. The Lord has blessed my master greatly. He has become great and he has given him flocks and herds, servants, gold, male and female servants, camels, donkey, and Sarah, my master's wife, bore his son to my master whom she, when she was old, and to him he has given all that he has. Now my master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife, my son, from the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I dwell, but you shall go to my father's house and to my family and take a wife for my son. And I said to my master, Perhaps the woman will not follow me. And he said to me, The Lord from whom I walk will send his angel with you. And Prosper your way, and you shall find a wife for my son and from my family, from my father's house. You will be clear from this oath when you arrive among my family. For if they will not give her to you, then you will be released from my oath. And this day I came to the well and said, O Lord God of my father Abraham, if you will now prosper the way in which I go, behold, I stand by the well of the water. And it shall come to pass that when the virgin comes out to draw water, and I say to her, Please give me a little water from your pitcher to drink. And she says to me, Drink, and I will draw for your camels also. Let's have it, the woman whom the Lord has appointed for my master. But before I had finished speaking in my heart, there was Rebecca coming out, and she had the pitcher on her shoulder, and she went down to the well, and she drew water. And I said to her, Please give me a drink. And she made haste and let her pitcher down from her shoulder. And she said, Drink, and I will give you camels a drink also. So I drank, and she gave the camels a drink also. Then I asked her and said, Whose daughter are you? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, who made her bore to him. So I put the nose, the ring on her nose and the bracelet on her ribs, and I bowed my head and worshipped the Lord, and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham, who had led me in the way of truth to take the daughter of my master's brother for his son. Now if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. But Laban the Bethuel answered and said, The thing comes from the Lord. We cannot speak to you, either bad or good. Here is Rebekah before you. Take her and go. Let her be your master's son's wife, as the Lord has spoken. And it came to pass, when Abraham's servant heard his sword, that worshipped the Lord, bowing himself to the earth. Then the servant brought out jewelry of silver, 
jewelry of gold and clothing and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave precious things to her brother and to her mother. And he and the men who were with him ate and drank and stayed all night. And they arose in the morning and he said, Send me away to my master. But his brother and his mother said, Let the young woman stay with us a few days, at least ten, after that she may go. And he said to them, Do not hinder me, since the Lord has prospered my way. Send me away so that I may go to my master. So they said, We'll call the young woman and ask her personally. Then they called Rebecca and said to her, Will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. So they sent away Rebecca, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. And they blessed Rebecca and said to her, Our sister, may you become the mother of thousands, of ten thousands, and may your descendants possess the gates of those who hate them. Then Rebecca and her maid arose, and they rode on the camels and followed the man. So the servant took Rebekah and departed. Now Isaac came from the way of Belahirohi, for he dwelt in the south. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field in the evening. And he lifted his eyes and looked. And there the camels were coming. Then Rebekah lifted her eyes. And when she saw Isaac, she ascended from the camel. For she had said to the servant, Who is this man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, it is my master. So she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. And Isaac brought her into his mother's tent and he took Rebekah and she became his wife and he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Praise God. Thank you for listening. That was a beautiful read from Genesis 19 to 24. I'll summarize. We started by seeing how God sent two angels to Sodom. Remember Sodom and Gomorrah that Lot had chosen? Their wickedness had come up before the Lord. They were very wicked people. God sent two angels to Lot's house and Lot saw them. And Lot had learnt a lot from Abraham. He was very hospitable and he wanted them to come in and refresh themselves and stay with in his house. But they refused. They said, oh, let's stay outside and sleep outside there's no need to come in but he insisted strongly and that's how he got a good blessing from them and they agreed and they came in but the men of the city were so wicked they saw this strange guys coming to lord's house and they insisted and they wanted to sleep with them you know the whole men of the city young old all the people from every quarter surrounded his house and said bring those men out bring those men out you know, they wanted to do that kind of wicked atrocity before God. And Lord came out by a doorway and then he shut the door behind himself and he begged them, please, these people are my guests. You know, please leave them alone. And they said, look at this one that has just come here. Now he's acting as if he's our George. Get out of the way. That's, we need those two men. I wonder what did they want with those men. And Lord even made a mistake and he said, you know, I have two girls. They are virgins. Let me bring them out and you can do what you want with them. And they insisted, no, we want those two men. I don't know what they wanted to taste that they've not tasted before. So those men brought the angels, you know, they appeared like men. They brought Lot in and then they struck the men outside, both small and great, with blindness. And then those guys could not find the door. And then they said to Lot, do you have anyone here? Do you have sons-in-law? Do you have daughters? Do you have, you know, who do you have here? Get them out of this place for we have come to destroy the city for the outcry has gone out before the Lord. So Lot went to tell his uh, two daughters' sons, but they thought he was joking. And that's very similar to 
you know, the rapture, when the saints are telling the people of the world, give your hearts to Jesus and you think you're joking. Well, it's very similar to what happened in the time of Noah, when Noah was telling people, you know, um, there's going to be a flood and they were laughing at him and they thought he had lost his mind. So these sons-in-law thought he was joking and they didn't go with him. The next day, the angels hurried Lot and his family, you know, they were delaying a bit. He hurried them, Lot, his wife, his two daughters, held them by the hand because of the mercy that God extended to them. Took them outside the city. And Lot said, having a conversation. He said, escape, run, don't turn back. Don't turn back, just run. You know, run to the mountains because we can't start anything until you've gotten out to safety. You know, you see, God is not going to destroy us with, God's not going to destroy the righteous with the wicked. So God wanted to take Lot to safety before the destruction began. But Lot said, please, if I, you know, he became frantic. If I go to the mountains, I might, um, something might happen to me. I said, okay, yeah. And then he suggested there's a city down there. It's called, uh, can I go to that city? It's called Zor. He said, okay, that's fine. Go there. So, you know, they went there. Unfortunately, as they were going, Lot's wife turned back. Maybe she remembered all the wonderful things she had in her house that she didn't have enough time to pack. And she turned into a pillar of salt. And there's a lesson from there, not to look back but to keep our hand on what God has asked us to do and our focus upwards. And after they had gotten to, to safety, the men rained down, the Lord rained down brimstone and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah and God overthrew the city and everything that was in it and the thing burned. The next day, Abraham came out of where he was and he looked and he saw smoke, you know, coming from the area where his lot was. And God was showed faithfulness to Abraham by saving his nephew, Lot. And then we see the story progress to when Lot's daughters, eventually Lot moved to that mountain because he was afraid to things. So maybe it was quite a traumatic experience. So we see eventually when Lot's daughters conceived this idea that there's no man here, we need to preserve our father's um, lineage. And they went into their father, one after the other. They gave him strong wine to drink, so he didn't know what was happening. And that's how they had children. And they, But they had these children, this lineage of children that started giving the Israelites problems in the future. So one of them had Moab, which who is the father of the Moabites, you know. The Moabites were not quite on the side of the Israelites. And then they had the Ammonites as well. You know, and then we progress to the story in chapter twenty um of the king of Gera. You know what when God called Abraham and asked him to go to a place that I'll show you. He had a conversation with his wife, Sarah, and said, Sarah, you're such a beautiful girl. Everywhere we go to, just say, ah, you're my sister. She was actually his sister, but he said it quite deceitfully because she was quite his sister, um, just not the sister of his father, from the father's, from his mother's side, but the sister from his father's side. So, of when they went to a particular place, the king of Gera, you know, as they kept sojourning, the king of Gera saw Sarah again and, you know, he wanted her as his wife. So he took her, but he hadn't had anything intimate with her. 
And because of that, God shut the womb of all the females. And God showed him a dream. That tells us that God speaks to us in a dream. In chapter 20, verse 6, it says, And God said to him in a dream. So God speaks to us in various ways. In a dream, you know, face-to-face, trance. So God spoke to him and told him, hmm, You're a dead man. You know, and you have somebody's wife in your hand. He said, Oh my, I've done this in the innocence of my heart. And God said, See, I kept you from sinning. So it's God that also helps us not to sin, to, you know, don't touch her. But if you decide to keep her as your wife, and then just know that you will die and everything that you own will die. You know? And he said, then, and ask him and he will pray for you. He's a prophet. That tells us that the office of a prophet is so important. He said he's a prophet. He will pray for you and you shall not die, but you shall leave. So first thing in the morning, Abimelech told everybody, you know, his what had happened. They were afraid. He called Abraham. Why did you do this to me? Abraham explained that, you know, I didn't know if the fear of God was in this place. So, you know, he reinstated the wife back to him. He gave him gifts. And Abraham, the prophet, prayed to God for Abimelech and, you know, prayed to God for his wife, his female servants, and they bought you. And, you know, God opened their wombs. So sometimes when certain things are closed, it could be that God has closed the door, you know. And then we go on to chapter 21 how God fulfilled his word. God is a covenant-keeping God. Has he said a thing, and will he not fulfill it? God visited Sarah at the time that he said he was going to do it. So God made a promise earlier to Sarah, and said at this time, you know, and that was the time when she had a child. And God gave her this child, Isaac, laughter. And in the name of Jesus, I declare that God is bringing laughter to our lives. Amen. And she was very overwhelmed. And whilst they were, you know, celebrating the birth of the child, you know, they, 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 they threw a great feast on the day when Isaac needed to be weaned. You see that trouble that these people created for themselves through Hagar, you know. Um, he, the son of the bondwoman, still scoffing like, oh, you know, how the enemy when you're celebrating your success and you think why, why are you celebrating what is it are you the first person to accomplish something so the son he was only i think about 13 then says coughing against um, this new child that was born you know what kind of evil was that and abraham sarah saw it you know women we see things and she said you know she called abraham na 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 this is not gonna happen this bond woman is not going to inherit anything with my son. Suddenly, this same plan that you you put together has become a pain in your, you know, in your life. So she said he's going to have to go. Abraham was quite distressed because it was relating to both his sons. But the God said to him, listen to your wife Abraham. He said, the covenant I'm making with you is between your child Isaac, you know, it's from going to be from your seed Isaac um, and I said it's okay I'm still going to make um, this other son from the bondwoman great I'm going to make him great but you can send him away so Abraham you know kind of settled them give them water give them some food you know and allowed Hagar to go with her son and she went when they finished the waters that they had been given she saw that, oh my God, how am I going to be able to feed my son? How am I going to give him water? And she just, uh, you know, the son was crying. She just put him somewhere and she was also crying. But God heard the voice of the lad where he was. It tells us that God hears her cry. She lifted her voice and she wept and God heard the voice. 
and the angel came and spoke to her and God is with us and what did God say to her God reassured her and said lift the, the child up hold him in your hands I'll make him a great nation and the Lord opened her eyes and that's how God needs to open her eyes to opportunities around us and she saw that there was actually a well of water around her and she filled the skin, her skin with water which is maybe like a water bottle and gave to the land and that's how the Lord sustained him eventually he got married and um, you know he was great in his own right so God did great things there hallelujah glory to God hallelujah and then we see how Abraham you know made a covenant with um, a particular king that came to him and then in chapter 22 we see how God you know saw how Abraham adored his lovely son Isaac and God wanted to be sure that that Abraham loved him and that's how God gives us certain big things but he wants to be sure that our heart is after him and God tested Abraham and Abraham passed the test he was ready to sacrifice that son that meant so much to him and because he was happy to give everything back to God God continued to reassure him in blessing i will bless you in blessing i will bless you hallelujah and then we see in chapter 23 how sarah passed away and um, how he got a place to bury her you see that he was a mighty prince um abraham got a place to bury her and he paid for it he didn't just try to dodge oh it's free i can take it for free no but he did the responsible thing he paid for it glory to god and then we later see in Genesis 24, how Abraham was old and he needed a son for his wife. He sent his uh, most trustworthy servant. And the servant said, and he blessed him. The servant prayed, said in prayer, and said, Let it be that, you know, as I go, the lady that I'll say, please, I'm, I'm thirsty. You give me water. You give all my camels water. And the number of camels he had, he took 10 camels. And each of them drink quite a lot of water. And Rebecca came in when she was asked, as he just finished his prayers, just about finishing his prayer to God, Rebecca appeared on the scene. She gave all of them water. So you see that she was one a virgin. She was chaste. She was very good be- of very good behavior. She was hardworking, you know, she was kind. And that is how she became the wife of a prince because everything that Abraham had, he gave it to his son Isaac. And that is how God, you know, settled her and gave her a very lovely husband and there's a very great lesson to learn from there thank you so much for joining me in the reading of the word i pray that these words have blessed your heart thank you god bless you